Hey, 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 guys, what's going on? It's me, Tony the Kid. Thank you for joining us. Uh, this is the Reject Rundown, of course. Uh, sports Talk today. I got SG3 on the line. SG3, say what's up. What's going on, guys? It's me. It's me. It's SG3 doing something a little bit different, a little bit unorthodox today. Yes. But it's because it's a very important time, or this time of the uh, this time of the year right now for uh, sports fans. That is correct, you guys. Now, we don't have uh, Zach Attack on the line. We definitely don't have uh, Director RJ today. Those two will not be joining us uh, for today at the Sports Talk. It will just be me and SG3, but that's okay. We can carry the show on and on and with them in our spirits. So let's get oh, to it. <laughs> I'm, I'll mess up a time or two. Yeah, right, right, right. Agreed, agreed. Now let's get to it. First things first, let's talk about the Garcia versus, uh, what's what's the other guy's Campbell name? That the Campbell? Campbell. Campbell. Okay. Yeah. Now, fresh off the boat, we do know Garcia did win the fight, you guys. So in case you guys want to look out for that, watch how he won. Now, the other thing is, uh, I will see. I didn't see the full actual full fight of it. I, I'm pretty sure actually three you saw the full fight. But me seeing the highlights that came on social media right now, the first highlight that came up that really scared me was Garcia getting knocked down. Boy got a nice left hook caught on him. Got down. He looked like he was really dazed because the right arm was under his body. And it looked like, I, I don't know, I got scared. I was going for Garcia. And I think after seeing that knockdown, I was like, dang, this dude, you know, the way the announcers were saying, like, this is a testament to the kid, what kind of heart he has going forward. And I think that was, I think that was really good to show out and stuff like that. So I want to say that's what scared me the most. And then all of a sudden, you look back later on on the fight that, he ends up winning. So that was a shocker. So, that was a shocker. So I'll let you get on that one, SG3. So let me tell you something, man. I didn't see the fight. Oh. I don't have the zone. I didn't see the fight. I saw the same thing. I saw some highlights of yours. Excuse me, other fight. Um, like I said, I was going to mess up in memory of, of the of the Lisper, of the director. So there you go. There's my first mess up. So, <laughs> uh, the other one going forward is that uh, Honestly, man, with him getting knocked down, I've seen it happen before where people get knocked down and then they come back and they, you know, they make something spectacular. One big moment that we all remember on the top of our heads, Pacquiao versus Marquez. Yeah. Right? I mean, excuse me, Marquez didn't even have any legs and he came back and he, you know, he delivered the knockout of the century probably yeah. uh, during that time. At this point, though, at this point, though, you gotta, uh, you have to look at, um, you have to look at what Garcia wants to do going forward. Yeah. So, I don't feel that he should do the phone booth kind of boxing that a lot of people are doing nowadays. Uh-huh. You're not that kind of guy. You kind of proved today that you're not the kind of guy to go in the phone booth. You have the hype for it. Use your jab. Use it to your advantage. Take advantage of it. You have a lot. You're fighting against a lot of short competition, dude. Right. Take that advantage. Take stick to that jab. Have your trainer stick you to the jab. But I have a feeling though, because he's under Canelo's under Canelo's camp, Canelo's camp likes to try to go for that knockout. They're gonna try to come up with another plan in order to get him to be that kind of boxer in the phone booth. He made a really big mistake to, to me. You just called out Tank Davis, man. I don't know if I like that call out. I don't know if I like the fact is that you were gonna have your second fight with the Canelo trainers, and now you're finally expect to go up and call out a guy like Tank Davis, right? Because you came back and you knocked the guy out with the body shot. Tank Davis not the kind of guy you want to go in the phone booth with. Not right now, especially not right now. Like it just—I mean, I, I feel like 
Davis is a little bit more. He's ready right now. Like he's ready for prime fights himself. I think um, the power that goes behind the right hook. I think that's his really. His, I don't want to say bread and butter, but I believe that's one of his favorite shots. So with the right hook coming at yeah. him like that, and the way Garcia went down on the left hook, I mean, just goes to show that dude has it crisp down. So it's it's really worrying some for the kid Garcia. I think he will be. Uh, a future prime fighter, let's put it that way. He would definitely be a nice pay-per-view name uh, in the future and stuff like that. A really solid fighter. But as far as right now facing a guy like Davis, it's it's scary. I think, I don't know. I don't know if it's right now the time frame for Garcia to step up like that. But if he pulls it off, if he pulls it off, I think that's a good testament to the kid himself, Garcia. Like, you know, he's ready. But I don't know. I don't know. Well, he, that, to quote to quote the director, quote Lesper, he does say, "What Tyson and Jones did is going to put a lot of these young cats out on notice because now it's no longer about oh we just want to fight for the money or the money isn't right or the time isn't right." There's yeah. no longer that excuse. It's now you know what are you going to fight or not? Right, true that. True <laughs> plain, that. Plain and simple. Um, and I have to say, it, unfortunately, I feel that the Mayweather-Pacquiao fight since it lasted so long for it to be built and for it to be actually be made, I have a feeling that a lot of these guys thought they could do the same thing, and that's why it's been going on where you can't see people nowadays actually fight. Yeah. Uh, how long did it not take for you? How long has it not taken for Tyson Fury and for you know Anthony Joshua to finally throw it out? True that. How long has that fight not happened? How that's long right. has... You know, just Leo Santa Cruz, Tank Davis, how long did that fight not take? So right. it's like Tyson and Jones, they, they they paved the way for these cats to sit here and just say, you know what, screw it. So, yeah, maybe make a li- little under $100,000 less than what I probably was going to make, you know, uh, and the next year, uh, six months from now, whatever it is. Yeah. But it's like now you're, now you're going to fight whether you like it or not. So it's, it's, it's definitely something. I would just tell you this, though. If Garcia can box smart, I mean, but I mean saying smart. Like I said before, bend your knees, keep your jab, keep your jab, keep your jab. When he gets close, right hook. Keep your jab, keep your jab, uppercut. You now have to make sure that this guy can fight on your outside Mm -hmm. to get to you. Right. You can keep that perimeter for you, basically. You can keep that six feet of uh, perimeter around you. Yeah. You're safe. (laughs) Yeah, true. True. But if you if you try to go toe to toe and try to go blow for blow with Tank Davis, you're not gonna, it's not going to be pretty. It's not at all, and I agree with that. I totally agree with that. I feel like Garcia is built. He's built for uh, like a blow for blow type of fighter, and for him to outlast you, that that's what he's built for. So that's one thing I would definitely agree with. To where it scares me if he gets into that mode, and him being a young fighter like that, it just. You know, it's kind of hard to not assume that one of those traits where him falling into that into that fight light is going to be like that. So, you know, that that's the one thing that worries me about that fight for sure. So, I mean, hopefully that happens soon, my opinion, uh, when it comes to seeing a nice highlight fight. Or it's at least where we are in uh, January now, I would say, what, by March, yeah. you think? No, 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 no. If, they, if this if this goes now, like if this gets done, um, you think it's gonna be a main this, fight? If this gets nah. If this if this gets done, it's gonna be like a summer fight. Okay. Because you have to understand, 
boxers need around anywhere between two to three months for them to kind of like fully, Clear fully up. recuperate from any cuts. I think mean, anything that they could have gotten damage for. Gotcha. So at this point, you know, to recover your body, recover everything cool, you need around two, three, four months. And then you need the six weeks of training. So if anything, this is going to be like a July-August fight. If it gotcha. does go down. If it actually announces. Um, the fight that I really want to see is see if it happens is Bud Crawford versus Earl Spence. Which is a Basically, lot of tit talk right now. Yes. Well, supposedly it's going to happen. Okay. Um, even Bob Arum has said, we're going to make this fight happen. It's, it's done. It's over with. We're going to. It looks like fighting like Bob Arum aside from the Roy Jones-Tyson fight with what he even said. With Anthony, when, when Anthony Joshua knocked out Pulev, Pulev, whatever. Pulevsky, whatever uh, just, his dude's name, I agree. Whatever dude's name is. Uh, if I butchered it completely, sorry. Um, but when he knocked him out, Bob Aaron got on and said, look, as of Monday, we're now going to continue. We're now going to start these negotiations. You're going to fight. Yeah. Like, it's done. It's over with. No more running around. Right. The fight's on. Let's go. Yep. So that's definitely going to happen. And then I think also Bob Arum is like, you know what, even though like all the things he said bad about about Bud Crawford, I think it's like, you know what, cool. Now with this, it kind of like shows like, you know what, these guys are ready to fight. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Like no more, no more beating around the bush. Yeah. It's now, it's now or never. Yeah. Plain and simple. Right. So that'd be good. So that's It'd... the only thing I got to say about it. Yeah, that's good. I think that would, it's something, you know, you fans would definitely have to look at for yourself and kind of depict from there and definitely let us know in your comments below. All right, then. So moving on, uh, NFL. We definitely got NFL coming up for sure this Sunday, uh, I guess. Which is tomorrow. Right, right, exactly. Now, I would say, you know, us being Chicago fans, of course, we'll jump into the Chicago versus Packers, uh, Green Bay. You know, what I, a way to end the season, honestly. What I, a way to end the no, exactly. No lie. The way the Chicago's been going, I they got a lot of hype train for some odd reason, a lot of media hype. I, the one thing I don't like about that is the fact that it's happening right now. And it's, it's especially happening to a team where we got our butts whooped this season, the first time around. Literally, like, we got looked like college players. And it was it was embarrassing, none to say, when it came to that first game. And for it to be right now at this time frame, yes, Chicago has some positive momentum going forward, but I'm scared. I really got Green Bay winning this one, and it's going to be a nasty win at that. It's going to be really depressing watching, to be honest. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm worried. What, what do you think, SG3? Same thing I've been saying before. Mitchell Trubisky can't, can't. If you look at all his numbers against a winning team, he doesn't have a very good record. Yeah, yeah, true. And all I can say there against against a winning team, he doesn't have a good record. Against a winning team, he looks absolutely horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, against a bottom fifteen defense, he's always looked great. I mean, against a bottom against a non-winning team, any team under five hundred, the guy looks fantastic. The guy looks like he should be. The superstar of all superstars. He Correct. should be the one on the commercials. He should be the one on the infomercials. He should be the face of the NFL. Correct. And then he goes up against the top 10, top 15 defenses. And then it's like, oh, yeah, I forgot. You play like that. Yes, um, exactly. Yes. Don't forget, though, in the last five meetings, he's only beating Green Bay once. Correct. So it's it's, it's like that's, that's the so, issue, like, 
yes, I guess you can say like, okay, he has he has a time now to prove himself and the of all times to make a statement for himself, and especially for next season be a a, a contract type of year where, all right, if you out if you did good today against Green Bay and you played well thus far after being benched. And if you actually come up with a win out of this, is that a good chance of him getting a, a contract going forward with Chicago? Do you think that's something Chicago will end up doing? Extending a contract, maybe like a three-year no. type of thing? I wouldn't do it. I know you wouldn't do it, but was... but do you really think do you think Chicago would though? Like would it would you be like surprised if they that's end up what... giving him? Yeah, if they if they if they signed him, I'd be surprised. Okay. And here's a couple reasons why. Honestly, I'll tell you a couple reasons why. Number one, the kid in the last two years really hasn't done much for me to really trust that. me. That's number True one. That. Number two, the kid has really read in the coattails, and just like I mean, like a lot of Chicago quarterbacks, the kid has really read in the coattails of a, of a great defense and a semi decent running offense. Correct. That's really what he's written the past two seasons. Not the fact that he has a great golden arm. It's not the fact that he has, you know. Uh, a 100 and something quarterback rating is not the fact that you know what we lost but we lost by two we lost by three right we lost the fact that there was just a bad penalty no you've lost on picks you lost on fumbles yes you lost on bad interceptions yes. you lost on just bad everything bad gameplay so that's Correct. why i'll be surprised okay so i'm looking at all those factors it's not the fact that i'm sitting here saying the fact that the, kid, the kid's bad the kid's pretty good but he has a lot of Mentorship that he needs to go through in order to grow. Yeah. Do I see them probably letting the kid go? Yeah. If he doesn't beat Green Bay, maybe probably let him go, or maybe we just basically do the same Chicago thing that they always do: sign him for max three years, a couple million dollars, and then have him try to get some some mentorship under Foles. I see that actually happening. Believe it or not, whether he wins tomorrow or not, I feel like that. I feel that that contract's already been in the works. They're already talking about it. Uh-huh. They just don't want to bring it out to the fans yet because they don't want all the backlash just yet. Because it's like he hasn't beaten Green Bay. He hasn't even faced Green Bay. Like, blah, blah, blah what's going on? This and that. This and that. Correct. The woo 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 talk. I agree with you. So that's why, like, I feel that they're not really like bringing up that contract deal. Yeah. But I feel that he's already. In- I feel like he's already inked it. They just. Shush, shush. Um, so that's going to be in the offseason. Yeah. Now, there's one thing. The Bears can't still make the playoffs even if they lose. Correct. Because if they, I think it's the Cardinals we were looking for. Am I not correct? I think if, if the Cardinals if lose the Cardinals tomorrow, win. then either way we get in there. Two as well. Correct. Okay. Which is still going to be like, I don't know. It's like, it, I think it's. For some of the players that goes in, like, you know, hey, guys, we play however we want to play, but either way, we're going to be in the playoffs, so let's save our energy. Like, do you think that would be a, a talk, something like that, they'll end up doing? Like, I would hate for that to happen. For you to be like... It can't happen. You know, I would agree. It can't happen. You got to have... I feel so, like you have to have the momentum. Win this game. Go your go balls out on this one. Go for it. And then... When you get in the playoffs, when you get that shot, even if Car- like with Cardinals lost, and if they do lose with your win, you have that confidence. Like, okay, we're definitely going to see Green Bay in there, you know, hopefully. If they, all of a sudden another chance like how they did with uh, Jake Cutler what, one year, and it turned out to be the NFC Championship, and it was Chicago versus Green Bay, 
and whoever advanced went to the Super Bowl that year and stuff like that. And I think that was the same year that Aaron Rodgers won the Super Bowl, if I'm not mistaken, which it, it, it gives that chance. You know, it gives you that chance to say, look, guys, we got to go haul out this one. We loot, we win this. We got the momentum. We're beating these guys. Finally, we got revenge from the last game. You know, hey, Cardinals lost. We're good. We're in the playoffs now. Let's let's bring it all out again next game, and let's keep that momentum how we have it. So, I I hope they just don't so, do the whole lose game. But go ahead. So so hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So you you're talking back from the late '90s, early 2000s when the NFL was notorious for this. It was like a clean, like a clinch game, and they would have one team play first, and then the other team, and then like the other team that that needed the first team to lose. They're like, all right, cool, y'all lost, so we're not even gonna play our starters. We're gonna let let them rest. Yes, because we don't care anymore. Correct. Here's the thing, though, both games are at three twenty-five. That's yes, that's right. Oh, really? So as as Chicago's playing, yeah. they got, they're like, oh, that's actually good. I like that. That's actually a good thing then. So you're going, you're going deep. Yeah, you got to go you're hard. Going deep, right? Um, now here's the thing, though. Let's put it for example. Currently, right now, for sure, the the, the top five seeds are locked in. That means the Packers have clinched, the Saints have clinched, yeah, the Seahawks have clinched. Excuse me, not even top five because we're still waiting for the fourth spot being in the AFC, NFC East, mm-hmm. depending on who wins that one. Um, <laughs> if Washington wins, they're in. Yeah. If Washington loses, whoever's the winner of uh, Dallas and the New York Giants are in. Yeah. So we'll see that one. Supposedly Alex Smith is going to start. It'd be funny though if my dad and I were talking about this. And my dad said if it's a draw though, Washington doesn't care anymore because they're in. <laughs> Either way, right? So, okay. Yeah. It's yeah, so, it's gonna I mean, be interesting, it's, it's, you, it's either it's either do or die there in the NFC. Yeah. Do or die, but now let's talk about from sixth and seventh seed. So, everyone thinks the fact that the that the Los Angeles Rams have clinched. They have not clinched because mm-hmm. if they lose, and if the Bears win, they're out. Oh wow, that's crazy. Cardinals are in. Bears are in. Uh huh. Cardinals and Bears, Cardinals, because the Bears would have a better record than the Rams, and so would the Cardinals have a better record than the Rams. So, okay. So the Cardinals would be the number fifth seed, I think, or even the number sixth, and the Bears would be number seventh or number sixth, depending on who wins. Yeah. Um. So it, it's definitely up for grabs. Now let's talk about the hypothetical part: Green Bay loses and New Orleans loses. Uh huh. The Seattle Seahawks, if they win, they're number one. Ooh, interesting. Very interesting. Now, if Green Bay loses, New Orleans wins, and Seahawks win, uh, New Orleans is number one. Uh huh. But but New Orleans is playing though without a running back. Alvin Kamara, Latavius Murray, and the other running back all tested positive for COVID, so they're in quarantine for the next two weeks. Damn, that's gonna be rough. It's gonna be hard to win so, right now. So it's gonna be rough, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Definitely. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. Yes. yes, for sure. So you have those So you have those games for sure. Um in the AFC as we know, Patrick Mahomes, like I predicted from the beginning of the season, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs are the number one seed. 
What a shocker. What a surprise. Damn, man, no, I got to buy it. Wait a minute. What was the bet? What was the bet again? Did I have to buy the jersey when he get to the, if he got to the playoffs or when he gets to the Super Bowl? This is the Super Bowl, ain't it? When he gets to the Super Bowl. Yeah. If he gets to the Super Bowl, then I got to buy a jersey. All right. Just making sure. I hope he loses. <laughs> I'll be losing the playoffs. No, let, let, let him go against a, a game of Steelers or Tennessee Titans and let him lose. No, no, I'll be okay with that. Maybe even Chargers. Are you serious? Yeah. You, let, you want him to go? Yeah, let him go with one of those guys. Chargers eliminated. Oh, they're eliminated already? Damn, never mind. Chargers they, eliminated. They're the only team that I saw that was actually <laughs> sacking Char- the hell out of sacking the hell out of them. But okay. Damn. All right. Miami. The, oh yeah, that's true. They Miami do lose so Miami. Far is in, yeah, that's but true. But they need to. W- Go ahead. They but they need to win tomorrow though to stay in. Miami. Who who's Miami facing tomorrow? Yeah, they need to win to stay in. Buffalo. That's gonna be a rough win. That's gonna be a rough win. I don't know if they can even pull that one out. Well, at this point though, they all care because if. Buffalo wins. They stay at the number two spot. Pittsburgh wins. Buffalo loses. Pittsburgh goes to number two. Buffalo falls to number three. Got you. All right. So, so they yeah, that game, you have that game right there. Um, if Buffalo wins though, and even Pittsburgh wins, it doesn't matter. Uh, Buffalo's number two. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh's number three. Uh, number four, though, still up for grabs because the Tennessee Titans have not clinched the South. Horrible. If Tennessee loses and the Colts win, the Colts actually clinch the South. Got you. Which is crazy. That's that's a that's one going to be an interesting. You day. also have. <coughs> dude, you got, hold on, wait. There's still, there, there, there's plenty more. You have <laughs> the, uh, the Cleveland Browns right now out of the playoffs. They're out now. So far, right now, they're out. So, if they lose tomorrow, they're out completely. Damn. They lose tomorrow. So, who are they facing tomorrow, then, in order for them to win? Pittsburgh. Ooh. Ouch. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. So, you have them. You have them against You have them against Pittsburgh. Let's put it. If all of them win. So, if Miami wins, Pittsburgh wins. Excuse me. Miami wins, Cleveland wins, Baltimore wins. Tennessee wins and the Colts win. Cleveland is still out. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, that ain't gonna happen then. Cleveland's out. Hold on, wait. I want to see right now who who the last two seeds are because I know for sure one of them is Miami. Yeah, but they could be eliminated. And also, they're not playing. They're playing without Fitzmagic. Oh, that's true. Fitzmagic is out of Miami due to what? Well, he's sick or something? Did he get COVID? COVID. COVID? Yeah. Poor. Look at that. Look at that guy. And they got to put their hands on Ta- Ta'u, if I'm not mistaken. The quarterback's name is Ta- Ta'amu. You put Tua. I, I, I don't see Tua beating Buffalo. But no, no. I don't see Tua beating I, Buffalo. I feel like Tua will get like a good highlight touchdown or two. But at that, he's going to get at least three interceptions type of deal. So, yeah, I don't know. It's nerve-wracking if you put Tyler up in there and him having to try to go all out. That's the issue. And then you have Baltimore in right now. Actually, excuse me. I made a mistake. I do apologize. Baltimore and Cleveland are in. If Colts win and Cleveland loses, Cleveland is out of the playoffs. Wow. 
And unfortunately, the Colts have an easier path to the playoff spot than than the uh, than the Browns. Oh boy, oh boy. The Colts are facing the Jags. Oh really? Yep. Okay, Colts going to win. <laughs> Colts going to win. Call it. So, <laughs> <laughs> By the way, um, also we have two head coaches that are getting fired. Jacksonville and New. New York Jets are getting fired officially as of tomorrow. Once you're done with that game, just clean out your locker, you're walking out. Um, not the point of the conversation. Just wanted right. to throw that in there. But, I mean, uh, that makes so, sense. I mean, either way, I kind of thought the Jets freaking cube, the coach was going to get fired. And you said the Jags, too? What other coach? is out. Who else is getting uh, eliminated, uh, getting uh, fired tomorrow? So the Jets and the Jags coach, for sure, they're out. Gotcha. Yeah, look at that. I mean, when it, they, look at the season. One out of 14 for Jags and two out of 13 for Jets. That's horrible. I mean, come on. Hey, for that's, a team that started off 0-13 for them to win the last two, especially one of them being against the Los Angeles Rams, that says something. Oh, Lord. I mean, it's, come and on. I hate hold, – no, you know what? I'm not even saying they're, like, trying to give, like, kudos to the coach. I'm trying to say more, like, kudos to the team. Yeah. Because – for the team to do what they did, they have a wash-up Joe Flacco, they have a wash-up Frank Gore. For them, in order to come out and beat the Rams the way they did, I had something to do it. I don't know. I, they, I, I guess I'm hearing a lot of chit-chat about the Rams, too, but what are you thinking of Jared Goff? Is he going to be their quarterback for next season? No. Uh, Jared Goff, firstly, Jared Goff is not playing tomorrow. He has a broken thumb, so he's not going to play. Okay. We're going forward from this past uh, season. I'm I'm assuming it's he doesn't have a good a good uh let's say a repertoire to kind of give him a um to give him some benefit of the doubt for next season. Well, I mean, you're looking at Jared Goff the same way you're looking at Mitchell Trubisky two years ago. Jared Goff took yeah. the the Rams to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I would say more was with the defense to the Super Bowl. Not the point of the conversation though. Okay. But at this point, though. Goff does the same thing that Trubisky does. He second guesses himself. He doesn't really have confidence in himself. Mm-hmm. And I feel that at this point, he needs some mentorship because you basically just threw him to the wolves with a very stacked team and said, here, yeah. get us wins. Yeah. And he does. I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying he has it. But when I put him in my top 15, 15 quarterbacks for this season at all, no. Got you. Yeah. Quarterback to prove himself. but Without, without the talent they without have. Without the no. talent. Yeah. I can see that because I mean, even the game, the the game two years ago when they had the Trubisky versus Golf type of status, that game was like the a low scoring game. No one won that game. No one became. No one was a better quarterback that game at all whatsoever. When they were trying to make it a quarterback type of style of game, like stating is Trubisky better than a Golf? Is Golf because of what he's been doing? Will he be better than Trubisky type of thing? Like what that a level and the fact that. That game alone, right there, was very dismal. Go like kind of just shows about golf going going forward too as well to kind of say mm, maybe he's really not that quarterback we really thought. Like you definitely need to look at needed to look at another quarterback going forward. So I think I can see next season uh, in free agency they're gonna probably pick up or two pick up a quarterback or two. Um, even in draft they may pick up a third. Like out of the third pick of a quarterback type of style, just to see. 
So well, I see. Right, right now everyone keeps talking about Trevor Lawrence. If we were to go to college, everyone keeps talking about Trevor Lawrence. Right. This is going to be whether he's going to come out, whether he's going to play. Right. I mean, at this point, your number one option for sure is Jacksonville. Correct. What's Jacksonville going to do? Are they going to go after? Are they going to keep Minshew and hope and pray that Minshew is your is your is your savior? Right. Or right. say, you know what, we got sunshine because it's sunshine. Um, sunshine stay for sunshine. It makes all the sense. Correct. Um, so we'll see what happens there. But uh, Jared Goff, man, honestly, me personally, I feel that, like I said, he's not my top fifteen quarterback. He's not one of one of the one of my top decision makers. Where I can sit here and I can say, you know what, man, this guy right here, he you could put him two minutes left in the game and he's gonna win you the game. No, you're right. Um, I agree with I, that. I agree with that. If I was to say someone else actually who has a way more stacked offense than him, and even I'm surprised the fact that they're talking about probably letting him go. Baker Mayfield. True, true. They're really talking about him getting let go? Yeah, dude, they're saying that if he can't win tomorrow, they're going to let him go. Wow. So far as the talk at, at, the, at the Browns uh, Browns front office, yeah. a lot of them are saying that if he can't win, just let him go because that means he's not good for crunch time. Wow. I mean, hey, at least they kind of – I mean, I'm not trying to – Go ahead, go ahead. Not, well, I was going to say I'm not trying to be petty or anything, but I'm being honest – Guy's got more commercials than he has wins. Agreed. I, yeah, not to be petty or anything, but that just goes to show like that he's they got he's more focused on the media aspect of it, and the media loves a Baker Mayfield type of style just because of what you know his I don't want to say charisma he has, but I guess the just the the camera view of him. Like I think if he goes out and about, he's gonna be a good TikToker if if anything. You know what I mean? Like, just because of the type of commercials he's come up with, it's a good TikToker. But for you to be an NFL quarterback and for that to translate, you got to understand as an athlete the the aspect of being an actual athlete and devote yourself to that as well as when you get a time, time frame to be on the commercial, like, to understand the importance of doing that. Look, in my perspective, if I was an athlete, I think the commercials and the the movies and the TV thing like that's going to take a lot of your time. And especially if you're within your first 4 years of your contract of an NFL, of an athlete contract, you you got to be more focused on the game and understand that these 4 years are the most important 4 years of my life where I got to bust out on the game, I got to show out in order for me to get the big big paychecks going forward. And then also give me the leniency and the time schedule to do such and such because those four years, I understand the league now. I got I got to understand the uh, the rep plays, the actual coaching, the the players themselves. I got good connections with them, so now I can kind of go out and about and earn my money somewhere else besides what I have earning my money here and do your thing. And right now, that thing with Baker Mayfield, that kind of. You know, he started that off a little too early, my opinion. Well, this is the way that I feel about Baker Mayfield. You have a stacked squad. Yeah. You have a stacks. You have almost a – you have – you know what? Plain and simple. You have a young <laughs> Tampa Bay Buccaneers squad here. Yeah. Not only are you stacked on the running backs, but you're stacked on the wide receivers. For goodness sakes, you're stacked on the wide receivers. Exactly. The only position that you have a problem with is your tight end. Correct. Wow. What a suffer! What 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 sufferings are you going through? You know what what suffering are you going through at this point? Where you're saying my tight my tight end is my most horrible position for my whole stacked offense I have. Right. 
Like, come on, those um, tight ends are your blockers. If anything, you get it as long as you can get a decent tight end that can block for your running back. You got you got a decent tight end there. It's decent. And who can? Yeah, Nick. Go ahead, go ahead. Nick Chubb and, and Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. You have, you literally have the best one two punch in all of all of the NFL. There is no other better NFL running back tandem than Nick Chubb, right? And Kareem Hunt, right? And you would have made that argument. Was it two years ago when you had the uh, Ingram and Kamara? So like that kind of yeah. it's at that level where we're we're them now at, the, at basically in their terms. So it's like there's no excuse, no excuse, offensive wise to these produce to produce points as well as to least give you some time on the field to relax your defense, but also give you time to crunch their uh, op- opposing defense. So. True. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I'll, I may rag, I may rag on them a lot, and I may say a lot of bad things about them. Mm-hmm. But I'll be honest with you, it's like the Dallas Cowboys this season when they were putting up four or five, and the same thing conversation you and I had eventually, actually, not too long ago, where you sent me that stat about Mitchell Trubisky, where you said the Bears when they were, when they were playing with Mitchell Trubisky, they were getting more yards. Yeah. Cool. Yo, I see you a hundred percent. We could have this conversation all day, every day. But at the same time, though, the yards actually win you games. Absolutely not. You don't believe me? Look back at the 0-4 Dallas Cowboys to start off the season when they were getting 400 yards a game. Correct. Everyone was blowing that stat up. But at the end of the day, though, you still got a lot. You still got a loss. Right. Exactly. Yeah. They didn't let's go. go they didn't go far. To, let's go back two, three years ago. New England Patriots versus the versus the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl. Tom Brady got over 500 yards by himself. Yes. Did he get the W? Absolutely not. Right. That didn't, that doesn't count for nothing. You can have as many yards as you want to. But if it doesn't relate anything towards the actual scoreboard, what what you know what argument are you gonna have there? We're gonna hold up. We're gonna do. So absolutely nothing. I do expect those. I do expect the Cowboys to bring out the Brinks truck and sign Dak Prescott because they really showed this season that they missed him. They missed Dak Prescott. I think so too. I think that's Dak Prescott is deserving of an extension as well as showing that he he is a a good missing piece from that. From that offense itself of Dallas, and that the team itself, like it just, I guess the players can you can see it in the players, but you can also see see the relationship he had with his receivers as well as his running back uh, Ezekiel. That friendship that they had there to kind of balance each other out, and the type of player he was. He's like, I don't want to say I don't want to gloat of him and say, oh, he's a big Ben, you know, going forward. But his body type was like that. If he if the pocket was crushing, he gets hit a few times. Okay, whatever. But some of the plays he can kind of slip and dookie out, like like uh, Ben used to do back in the day, and try to make a play going forward. So that's something that you missed. You get a player like Dalton. You're gonna be in. You're gonna be in the pocket. You get hit. You really. That's all you can expect out of him. And the, just the friendship just never, you know, co- connect connected with any of the players. He's a decent quarterback, a back, a good backup, but that's a backup that you only need for two or three games and say, "All right, I need I need my main guy to be back up in that offense," which is easy, uh, which is Dak, which I think right now he here in that spot. This is the way I see it. The main reason why I say the fact that Dak deserves the contract extension is not because of the fact that the camaraderie or the growth he has had in the team. The main reason being is because. The main reason when you were afraid to face the Dallas Cowboys on offense 
It wasn't because of the fact that Zeke. It wasn't the fact because of Amari Cooper. It wasn't because of the a tight end Schultz. It was the fact that you could never know what you're going to do because if you go decide to go full out blitz, you're going to get killed because of the arm strength of Dak along with the connection of Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. So you just got torched for 20, 40 yards. Facts. And it's like, dang, okay, cool. That's number one. If you decide to actually press out and actually prevent, you could get either run up the middle by Zeke or, you know what, even up the side by Dak. True that. Exactly. And that's actually one of the things that's killing the Baltimore Ravens right now. Man, I love the Baltimore Ravens. I love the franchise. I love the organization. One thing that's really killing the Baltimore Ravens that they had last season and they don't have this season is the fact that they don't have a running back in order to compliment Lamar Jackson so that when Lamar Jackson can get free. Because all you're worrying about right now is Lamar Jackson says, all right, cool. You're going to run nine out of ten times. Let's just be prepared. Because we know you don't trust your running backs. On top of that, Des Bryant still really hasn't officially fully fit into this system. Right. But yet, last game, he was actually starting to show out like I said he would. Mm-hmm. That's why he started to come back. Yeah. That's that's why he did it. Yes. That's why he did it. Yes. Agreed. I was still going to say it. He may not do anything this year. They may not get that far in the playoffs. I don't see them going to the Super Bowl 100%. Right. Let next year happen, though. Let 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 Lamar and Des become very good best of friends. And believe me when I tell you, that, then that pair right there is going to be putting up a lot of numbers. And that pair right there, along with the just, I'm not even going to say a great running back. A mediocre to good running back that can get you at least four to five yards of carry. Yeah. Where he could be that bit, he could be the pinball, the bowling ball, the boulder. He just pounds and pounds and pounds the defense's arms and let Lamar Jackson run his 30, 40 yards that he does. Believe me when I tell you, the defense can still do what they did this season. The Baltimore Ravens are going to be a very dangerous team. Don't probably hold them back. Yeah. I would agree with that. I can, I totally agree with that, that aspect of Baltimore. I think they got a solid defense going forward. I don't think there's any pieces in that defense that, uh, as far as uh, contract concerns, any of them right now, that maybe just adding an addition player here or two is going to be just fine. Offensive-wise, receivers, I think if you can kind of keep Dez, like you said, uh, for good contract year again next year to kind of complement and have uh, Lamar and himself go out and kind of do practicing and stuff like that back in the day, like... You know how we can do and have these quarterback receiver connections be just fine, um, and that that Des just being happy. You can kind of see he's happy being playing NFL again. So the excitement is there for him, and I think he's even happier that he has a quarterback that's mobile that definitely can move outside the pocket and give you know Des that time frame that he needs to kind of open up for himself, like he did back in the past with uh, Dallas. And make some plays. That's that's his bread and butter. Uh, and then adding a good running back, like you said, a decent running back that can give you three to four yards the most. And like you said, pound pound the middle, maybe extend or two on give a good uh, outbreak, give a good twenty yards here and there for a play or two in, in within four quarters. You know, it, that offense is going to be being booming at that. I think so. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be fresh. So. I, I, I like that. I like I like I like that aspect. Anybody else you looking for? Honestly, man, I want to see what happens in in Vegas. With with Gruden. With Gruden, I know. I, I I hear. I mean, I hear a lot of issues going forward with Gruden, like as far as uh, him not being back next year. They may want to look for another coach. I mean, all honesty, Oakland. Well, damn, I keep saying. I want to say Oakland, just because I'm so used to it now, you guys. But uh, I know Raiders, 
in the beginning of the season, they were what five and one, just like Chicago for a good while. Six and one. Six and one. So I mean, you go from six and one the beginning of the season, and then you just hit like a wall and just went down. You went down, and for that to happen in the last two seasons with with Las Vegas, I mean, you had promising the beginning of the season. Did was there any major injury in the like around that time frame? So it's like, what happened? And I think I guess. Good. The only significant injury I can see here, and I can say, probably say that they had was um, Josh Jacobs. They lost him for a couple games. Oh, really? And then they also, yeah, they lost Josh Jacobs for a couple games. Okay. And then they also lost. Um, they lost Derek Carr for a half a game when he went out against the Chargers because of a pulled groin. Uh huh. But at the same time, though, as I'm sitting here thinking, Marcus Mariota literally lit up the Chargers defense. I know tomorrow. Heck, he even took him. He brought them back. Yeah. And then went to overtime. But I feel I, this is what I feel. Um, I hate to burst everybody's bubble, but John Gruden is going to last at least another two years there if he can't do anything. Main reason being is because the owners of the Las Vegas Raiders actually are in love with Chucky. That's the thing about it, because um, probably a lot of people don't actually remember this. If if Tampa Bay, excuse me, not Tampa Bay. If Oakland would not have to face the, the New England Patriots the season after nine eleven happened, where they decided to come out finally with the tuck rule, first time you heard, and God knows how long the NFL was in existence during that time. Mm-hmm. But first time you heard about it, if it wasn't because of that, it's the uh, the Oakland Raiders would have been the first team to go back to back to the Super Bowl. Um, and they actually would have been facing the Rams instead of the Patriots. Hmm. I don't know if anyone remembers that. And by the way, the coach mm-hmm. at that point, John Gruden. Yeah, exactly. Right. Gruden took that team, so they are infatuated and in love with him. Heck, the guy still has the same haircut as Gruden to this day. That's uh, why I don't think that they're going to let him go. Okay. But at this point, I think the game of football has passed them. I think it's time for him to, for them to move on. But I feel that though, because they paid him a hundred million dollars guaranteed, right? They want to make sure that he gets the best of the contract. Uh, that's number one. Number two, I feel that if he can finally just get get a hold of the team, shoot, hey, it's a different conversation. But I don't think he can. Um, I feel that next year they're probably still going to be. Actually, no, you know what? Next year, I feel like they're going to be at the third or fourth. Because at this point, with the kid, the kid, I want to see what he does. The kid from uh, the kid from Los Angeles, the uh, the Chargers quarterback, Justin Herbert. Yeah. Unfortunately, it was bad the way he got the job, but it's kind of good that he got the job the way he did. Got you. In case no one remembers the way he got the job, Tyrod Taylor was supposed to start the uh, the game. He They actually punctured his lung as they were giving him an injection into the game. He could no longer play. Comes in Herbert. That's all history. And see that I feel like that's a bad. I mean, I feel bad for Tyron Taylor because that's the second team where he goes in. He goes in, and he's expected kind of be like, okay, at least you could be the starter going forward for this season for sure. It's not even a question of saying, all right, we're gonna give the kid a chance or nothing like that. But like, look, we got this kid on the side. He's a good. You're gonna mentor him for us. You're a great mentor. You, you're a solid player. We're going to give you the reins of the team. 
and we're going to let you be the starter for us. You play solid. You give us great plays. You're smart. Uh, go in there and do what you got to do, son, and you know, take care of your stuff. And then all of a sudden something happens and the rookie goes in. This that happened in Cleveland, you know, and I, I felt bad. Like I felt like at that point it was too early for Baker to step up in there and to keep and take out a uh, Tyrod. But it, it's it, going to going to Chargers happened something like that, a scenario like that again. It's like dang, you know, you feel bad, you feel bad for the kid. Well, even a kid, he's a grown man now. That boy's like a walking. A walk-in, like, backup quarterback, and that's the bad part of it. Like, he, I think he had a chance to earn a team for himself, for at least for a season. So He really did, but but as you know, as, as we just said, um, he, unfortunately, due to some unforeseen circumstances, exactly. he is where he's at right now. Right. Um, we'll see what happens there. Mm-hmm. At this point, though, don't be surprised. And I know, I know he's near and dear to all Chicago Heart fans. But I feel like Vic Fangio, maybe out within, if he can't pick up the team within two seasons, so not next season, not actually one, not this season, but next season, if he still gets the same record, but he doesn't have at least a 500 or above record, I feel that like he may be out as a coach. Yes. Um, Agreed. I don't wish bad upon anybody, but I feel that like he just, unfortunately, he may not be the guy for that system. Nope. Um, for, yeah, he may have lost some players this year, and it was it was bad. We'll see what happens. I do wish him the best. I do hope that he could actually bounce back. He got the team over 500. Right. Um, and they could actually give the Chiefs, you know, some good little back and forth. At this point, they'll go back to playoff football because we got way off topic. Yeah. But uh, to, go back to, play, <laughs> to go back to playoff football, it's going to be interesting tomorrow. Uh, mostly on the AFC side because currently you have <clears throat> Miami, Baltimore, Cleveland, Indianapolis, Tennessee, all at 10 and 5. Okay. So tomorrow is do or die for mm-hmm. a lot of these teams, and it's like we'll see what happens. We'll see if maybe someone gets their day made like the 2013 Bears, yeah, where they had the chance to go to the playoffs. <laughs> they had, all they had to do was win. Yes, all Chicago, I, that's I'll true. Never all Chicago had to do was win. They ended up losing. Because they needed two teams and someone else. They needed three different teams to lose and they just needed to win. Yes. Literally had everything just laid on the line for them and lost nope. them a couple, man. Um, so we have that. We'll see what happens. Tomorrow's going to be very interesting with Miami not having uh, Fitz Magic. We'll see if they can hold on hold on strong, especially because they're going up against Buffalo. Correct. We'll see who gets the number two street, number two spot. Like I stated way back at the beginning, back in August, you know, like I said, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs were going to be the number one seed. And hey, mm-hmm. I was correct. I was right. Just another one where I'm always correct, right? Mm-hmm. Anthony, You're right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. <laughs> I do want to see though who's number one in the NFC. It's it, tomorrow's going to be interesting. All all the scenarios you kind of uh, stated earlier, it's it's really interesting to see who's going to be on top, uh, being number one at NFC, and at that, just like who has the proper momentum going forward in the NFC in the playoffs. And it, it just let's not forget though, only one seed gets the only the number one seed gets a bye week. Everyone else has to play. Right, exactly. So, and I think that's going forward from now on because they extend, added an extra team to the wild card yeah, picture. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting to see going forward. This season's going to be a good testament, especially with these playoff scenarios. I feel like this year, with adding that extra wild card, the whole playoff scenario picture 
is really like I think it's exciting for all of us now a little bit more just because there could be so many different scenarios of that team losing, that team winning, that you know such and such, and especially in the NFC who's like just up in the air like that. So it's just up for grabs. Who has momentum? Who's gonna win? Who's gonna keep going forward in the playoffs? So I, all I gotta say is I'm excited actually for tomorrow. Uh, being for Chicago, I I don't know. I'm me having. Just me just knowing what happened last game, it scares me that we're going against a team like this. Green Bay is they, it's not like as if they've been on a losing streak lately, but it just I don't know. I don't know. I'm worried. I'm worried. I'm worried. This is the way I'm gonna this is all I'm gonna say. Tomorrow I have a couple text messages I'm gonna send out to some family members that are gonna say told you so. Yeah. Um as y'all know, I'm a diehard bear fan, but I'm also an NFL football fan before anything else. Yeah. Um a lot of people are are do get upset at me because they're just like, "Oh, you're a bear fan." No, no, no dude, I'm a bear fan 100. Dude, I rep the colors. Heck, I'm wearing a bear's hat right now. Um, I have a whole bunch of hoodies, I have a whole bunch of hats, I have a whole bunch of jerseys from the Bears. But at the same time, though, I understand and I know the game. Yeah, I, I have studied and I have learned a lot from the game going forward. So it's like I'm no longer just a Chicago fan. Right. I'm an NFL fan yes. and then Chicago fan. And you understand? So if, I get, if I see and if I see an unlikely matchup. Yeah. Um, however, though, to the pressure that came out for that Green Bay newspaper where they're already talking about Aaron Rodgers playing in the second Super Bowl, Ooh. unless State Farm rigged the son of a gun, I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I surely hope um, don't. I, hate to break, I don't. But, yeah. I, I hate to break it to y'all, but the Packers don't have the team that, they, that everyone keeps thinking that they have. No, they gotta be. They definitely gotta be able team. I think you just with that with Green Bay themselves playing. I don't know. It's like when when they're when everything's running, it's running pretty well for them. But it's not all the time. Even in some of the wins that they've had, it's very like you know last minute. Like oh my gosh, okay, we won that part. Like it was barely my opinion. And at that, it you just lost the Tampa Bay team that didn't even get control of the ball until until the second half of the season. So they weren't even together just yet. It was <laughs> questionable. It's very questionable with that team, and it's up in the air. Like it just doesn't. I I I can't give them that solidarity of like, oh yeah, they're gonna run it. They're gonna run it all the way down there like that, to, especially to the playoff end. I I don't think so. But I think it's just. When they play good, that's why I guess all the hype's coming from. You're expecting it to be that scenario with them, um, but I, I just don't see it right now. Not right now. It's you still have the gunsling against Seattle. Yeah. You still have the gunsling against Seattle. You still have the gunsling against against New Orleans. Good luck there. Right, and at that, they all when they whenever it's a Green Bay Seattle game, I like those games because it's a lights out back and forth. And especially with Russell Wilson, you have Russell Wilson, you have uh, Aaron Rodgers, who I think competitive-wise, they like competing against each other. So they like outshining. Who's going to have a nice, flashy touchdown? So you got the Russell-Matliff connection. Who's going to go forward with that? Then you got the Rodgers-Adams connection. It's like, that's a good combo, but I think Seattle's going to take this. If they go to that end where it's a playoff picture for them two, I got dibs on Seattle. That's just I, I will go with that. So, so like I said, I, I have more faith I, like in I Russell. Said, I hate to break it to all the Packer fans that listen to to right now, but unless unless State Farm has a son of a gun rig, yeah, and it's gonna be the, the, the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Green Bay Packers. Which, by the way, good luck. Right. Yep. 
Definitely. Good luck because, believe me, the cornerbacks aren't that speedy to keep nope. up with Tyreek Hill. On top of that, you have to worry about Clyde Edwards or Lair because that kid's going to run the muck on all of you guys. Mm-hmm. Then on top of that, you got to worry about the, you got to just worry about the Chiefs front four along with the Honey Badger in the middle. Good luck with all of that because, believe me, don't get me wrong, Devontae Adams will probably do a lot of things, but eh, no, not a defense like that. Not especially not yeah, not a defense like that, not a coach like that. I, they're way too smart for all that, for sure. So, so to let them go. That that's why. Yeah. At this point, like I said, if it was if it was if it was down to the wire, and it's not just paper, but it's just basically based on on stats and everything. Green Bay, you know what? And I hate to say it like this to all the Packers fans out there, but don't be surprised if the Green Bay doesn't even make it to the energy championship game. Mm-hmm. Don't don't be surprised on that one. Right. Um. Heck, you know what? I'll even go a little bit of above and beyond. And I'm actually going to kind of light a fire up under your butt right now. Oh, boy. Don't be surprised if the Kansas City Chiefs don't even go to the AFC Championship. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I like that. Main reason main, main reason being why is because, number one, they're relying a little bit way too much on Clyde Edwards and Larry. Clyde Edwards and Larry don't get me wrong, man. The kid, the kid at the beginning, the kid was lighting everybody up. The kid was actually running a muck. He was making everyone look dizzy. At this point right now, though, I feel that I don't know if he has let the NFL really sink into him. Mm. Name done too much. Who knows? But at this point, though, in case you haven't figured it out, the Kansas City Chiefs have become just a passing team, and they're not really including the kid. They're mostly just going towards Tyreek. Got you. So that's why, like I said before, and I'll say it again. Don't be surprised if the Kansas City Chiefs go out maybe before the AFC Championship. The team who I think... If I were to give you right now my top three teams from either from both conferences, mm-hmm. I could go to the Super Bowl for sure just because it's them. The Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC, the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> Surprisingly. Okay. And then if this team can finally pick it up and they actually do it around this time, the Tennessee Titans. Wow. I still have not gotten away from the Titans because – it always happens at the end where Rabel comes in and just says, all right, guys, I don't know what motivation us BC gives these cats, right. but, man, he he does the right thing. Yeah. Uh, now if we go to NFC side, top three teams. Seattle Number for me. Number one. <laughs> no, I don't really have Seattle in my top three, man. No, man. Every time. Go ahead. I'll be, I'll be honest. No, no, no. It is, it's, it's, here's why. Seattle isn't consistent. That's what worries me. Lately, I agree with you on that one. For the last, like, there within this last year, two it, years, yes, inconsistent. It's dangerous, but it's also hurting. Yeah. Dang, dangerous, you know, everyone's asking, how is it dangerous? Dangerous because you don't know what team you're going to get. And yes. you're prepared for the bad side, but you got the good side. They're going to torture you like no tomorrow. True. If you're prepared for the bad side, if you're prepared for the good side, but you got the bad side, then you're going to be the one torturing them. Exactly. So at the end of the day, it's one of those where you don't know what's going to happen and you don't know who you're going to get. Yeah. On top of that, because everybody don't have that much of a good defense anymore. Mm-hmm. Not the point of the conversation. True. Um, but if I was to get my my top three, number one, I would probably say is Nola. Yeah, I'm going with Nola. Because wow. this is the first time, this is the first time in his career where Alvin Kamara is going into the playoffs and he's healthy. Remember that. Wow. Okay. Alvin Kamara has never been healthy going into the playoffs. He is now. Wow. Because of COVID, he got what he got. But at this point, though, 
Y'all don't believe me? He just he just ran a he should have had the, he should have had the record right now, and he mm. should have gotten seven touchdowns against the Vikings. Number one, number two. If I was to put a number two in there, if they can get their if they can finally just maybe get their act together, just maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Arizona Cardinals. That's an iffy number two. But if I was to go a little bit more solid, I'll probably go Green Bay. Um, again, like I said, unless Dave Farmer is the son of a gun, I see them going pretty far. Number three, sleeper team for sure, though, um, is I'm even going to say something that I haven't been saying all season. It's either going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or the Arizona Cardinals. Ooh. True that. And y'all have been pretty vocal. Y'all have not been pretty vocal about the Buccaneers all season. Mm. But if they can get their, if they can get their act together and they catch everyone on a bad week. I see the Buccaneers going to the Super Bowl, and I have a, I have a feeling my father, my uncle, and my other uncle, they're going to be texting me, oh, I told you about the Bucs, man. What about the Bucs? I thought you said the Bucs are going to do anything. Oh, God, I can see it already. <laughs> uh, I can't even see I can't even see one of my other supervisors in my previous job texting me, oh, man, I thought you said the Bucs ain't going to do nothing this year. Look at the Bucs already. In the Super- yeah. Oh, I'm going to see the conversations. <laughs> so that's my top three. Yeah. All right, so that's good. That's good. We're gonna have to wait and see, fans, for sure, for sure. We'll definitely be talking about this in the playoffs, though. Don't yeah. They, uh, they also start next week. Don't, don't forget that they start next week. That's true. So let's figure out how tomorrow runs out. Definitely keep you guys posted. We'll be on social media for sure, highlighting it up. Uh, other than that, sports talk. I think we had the whole. Uh, what's going on, in college? I know we had that big old NF, uh, big game that happened today or yesterday. That was yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Games yesterday. Uh-huh. Number one, Bama wins. So Bama <coughs> in the championship and the national championship. Yeah. Number two, you had Ohio State University versus Clemson Tigers. Really? Now, I know the Clemson Tigers coach is a little vocal. He said that he raised the OSU, whatever they are. I'm not, I don't follow college football like that. Uh-huh. I just know Roll Tide. That's all I know. Yeah. Um, he said that he grades them number 11. And wow. he said, I don't get them anywhere above that. And he was actually expecting just to walk in and we're going up against Bama. That's that was expectation. That was expectation. Horrible. Yeah, six touchdowns wasn't it? Well, six, six touchdowns wasn't an expectation. I can tell you that. Right. Um, game wasn't even close. Actually, it was close. At the beginning of the game, when it was when it was 0-0 after that. <laughs> Oh, that's you taking the rest of the way. That's I'm, crazy. I'm excited. If you were to ask me right now who I would take, just because it's me, just because I trust the Nick Saban process, roll tight, roll baby, all day, every day. Uh, but I will say this: if the same, if the same, if the same pissed off team that showed up yesterday shows up against Bamba, always you taking the son of a gun. Y'all don't believe me? Just watch. Yeah, I'll go with that. Watch. Definitely go with that. I think they got a momentum going forward, so it's a matter of having that same fight in them, especially going OSU. Very solid. I think uh, I think it's going to be a good testament against Nick Saban. But Nick Saban, he's always been he's a solid, strategic type of defensive uh, coach when it comes to college players. And he knows how to play the game. So I think uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be very interesting to kind of see what happens with that. And I know it's going to be a lot of talk uh, for sure. Definitely. It's going to be good. It's going to be good, though. Yeah. Very, very good. Very exciting. Uh, anything else? Got, anything else, sports talk? We're good? Uh, so far, I mean, the biggest one right now is just the fact that the Wizards, I think, is 0-5. Washington Wizards. I knew it. Um, NBA. I knew it. I knew Russ. 
He's done. Give if you don't put no, Russ, if you don't put Russ with a, a dynamic player like a, in all honesty, if you don't put Russ with LeBron, he ain't gonna win nothing. He's not gonna win anything at all whatsoever. And I'm just, and that's just me because me understanding the fact that of what LeBron can do, just his gameplay of you know dishing out here and there, and the solid type of player he is of a point guard. He's gonna, I think he'll have a better connection with Russ. But other than that. I, if Russ doesn't have a player like that, he's Russ is done. The whole triple dub, uh, season wise, and being the only player besides such and such years ago. That's it. That's all he's gonna have going forward. So yeah, and then at that Harden, Harden's even getting a bad break lately over there in Houston. Like even Harden, you gotta go, man. You gotta go. You gotta go. He has to well, go too. The thing is, the go thing ahead. is, all that people know. The way he plays, and they know that he is a ball hog kind of guy. So it's like, in, the, in basketball, it's a distribution. You can't be the solo superstar. Exactly. If you want to be the solo superstar, though, that's our problem is to get your mentality out of being the solo superstar. Yes. You're just here to play. You're here to make sure that you can help everybody else grow to help you grow. Exactly. And if you can't do it, then you're out. You're got to go. Now, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of chitter chatter about LaMelo, uh, LaMelo Ball. Is he. I'm, I don't know if you've seen a few of his games. I've seen a few of his highlight plays. And in my opinion, he's getting a lot more highlighted plays on the positive side than his brother previously, LeVar, in my opinion. He has a better jumper, looks like. he's ha- It looks like he's having a better understanding on the offensive side to where he's a pinnacle point with New, or- with, uh, yeah, with New Orleans. And I don't know. Could could Do you think he's having a good – you think he's going to have a good solid year? I think he probably has a very good mid-season rookie year. Okay. <laughs> the, the, the boy can pass. Why am I going to sit here and deny his ability? The boy can pass. Yeah. The, the boy can definitely pass. But if you were to see his point-wise to his assist-wise, no. There's a big difference in the number. Gotcha. <laughs> the, the, boy, the boy is not... Like I said, the boy is good when to people he can pass the ball too because he makes some phenomenal passes. Goodness, I've never seen passes like this done. Okay. Except for except for my boy Steve Nash. Mm-hmm. But if we were to go um, just in general, like is he? I feel that if if he does win Rookie of the Year, it's gonna be because of the name, not gotcha. because of the plays. Okay. All right. Very good. Very good. All right, then. That's the only thing I got to say. Yeah. I guess they're all good. We're going to be looking out for NFL for tomorrow for sure. Um, look out for us for next season, you guys. I guess this is my final talk for the day. Uh, look out for next uh, next week. We're going to be doing another recording for sure. We got a special guest. Uh, Director RJ has someone coming with us. So we will have the whole full crew again next week. So be on the lookout for that for sure, you guys. Uh, we'll be uh, on social media for sure tomorrow going forward. Just letting y'all know the status of the NFL and the playoff picture. And uh, hope you guys have a good weekend. Hope you guys had a solid New Year's and a solid Christmas for sure. Um, other than that, other than that, for me, Tony the Kid, look us out on uh, Instagram for sure on the Reject Rundown. Don't forget to look us up on Google. You can even Google us at the Reject Rundown, and it'll definitely have you see us popping up right there, number one on the list. So uh, take a look out for, for sure. Uh, SG3, go ahead and uh, let them let go. All right, guys. Well, I want to say I appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Thank you for the love and the support. Reach us out on Google. That's only the kids just said. We got Facebook. We got 
uh, Instagram, we have Twitter, we have TikTok. Yep. Uh, so look us up, man. We, we love y'all. We love. We appreciate all y'all's support. We appreciate y'all listening to our ramblings, especially mine, because y'all know when I go on a rant, my goodness, I go on a rant. <laughs> I'm not going tonight. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I still uh, love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Y'all have a good night. I hope all of y'all had a safe and sound and amazing new year and amazing yes. Christmas. Let's make 2021 even better than what we did last year. Hell yeah. I understand that the pandemic's still going on, but, but don't let that be an excuse to hold you back. That's right. That's right. Don't let progress make you make you not go there. So go from there. I agree yeah. with you. All right, that's your three. Well, I'll holler at you later, my man. Y'all take it easy for sure. Holler, but.